0: listening to 90% Mental, Conversations with Grant Parr, episode 195. Today, mental performance coach Grant Parr sits down with entrepreneur and athlete Ed Gibbons to discuss mental toughness, resilience, and what the differences between the two are. Gibbons shared details about his new fitness and performance app, Rewire Fitness, and talks about the value and functionality the users can expect from this amazing app. If you're interested in how the latest technology can be used to help athletes train harder, recover faster, and manage stress better, then this is a must-listen episode.
1: Are you ready to raise your game? 2021 is the year to increase your performance on and off the field. The Athletes' Edge Journal was designed to cultivate self-confidence and mental resilience through the power of sports psychology. Whether you are a professional athlete, a former college athlete, or have aspirations of greatness in the future, this journal is for you. Visit winthementalgame.com and use the promo code GRANTPAR20 to receive a 20% discount at checkout. Act now to take your mental game to the next level. What if you could rapidly accelerate your team's performance and skill acquisition just minutes before a practice or game? Neurotrainer triggers high-performance states with virtual reality brain training that can be deployed in the gym or at home. In just eight minutes, your team will be more focused and ready for whatever you or the game throws at them. Visit Neurotrainer.com to schedule your demo and get your team locked in. Hey, Ed, how are you?
0: Doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm
1: doing, I'm awesome, man. This, uh, I'm excited for this podcast because not only we get to understand the mind of an entrepreneur, uh, also an athlete as well, but we're going to dive into your your incredible company, your fitness app and mental performance app called Rewire. And I think a lot of my listeners are going to really, really going to dig the functionality and the value that you and your team have Brought to life with this with this app. So I'm really excited to have you on my show. So great to
0: be here. Thanks for having me on. All right.
1: Well, before we get into Rewire and um, your journey as an athlete, let's talk about one of my favorite topics in sports or in performance, and that's mental toughness. Mm-hmm. So when you think about, and we hear this word a lot, right? We hear you know, be mentally tough, mental toughness. So when you think about what mental toughness means to you, what comes to mind? What does it mean to you?
0: Yeah, I think if I was to sum it up, it's all about overcoming challenges, and that can manifest itself in a number of ways. Um, so often in sport and in life, there's a lot of roadblocks, a lot of unexpected things thrown in your way, and just being able to sort of reset yourself and adapt around that and and overcome those challenges, um, be resilient is. Uh, is really what it's all about to me.
1: Yeah, and I know. Again, we'll get more into this about resiliency, mental toughness, and and all the the dynamics that make up mental performance. But just out of curiosity, and I don't really ask a lot of my my guests this, but when we we're talking about mental toughness. What do you think? Because they go hand in hand, but what do you think is more important: being mentally tough or being resilient, or are they the same?
0: Yeah, there's um. You know, I would take the difference as really a more balanced approach. I think uh, mental toughness will often gets sort of lost in this um, realm of of just beating your body up and beating your mind up as well. You know, one is more the outcome of the other. Let's put it. But mental resilience, I think, takes a much more balanced approach, understanding that you know we are human. We need time to recover. <laughs> we need time to relax. Stress happens. Um, so I like the term mental resilience as more of a you know, balanced approach to unlocking mental performance. So that's what it means to me. But I know a lot of people have sort of different and uh, very, you know, different analysis of that.
1: No, I, I love that because um, and we won't go too deep on it. But a lot of times, uh, at least from my perspective, people, when they look at, resiliency or being resilient, it's, it's to withstand something, how, how to, to withstand it, come back in the moment. And I get it. But a lot of times uh, resilience is there's a front end, a middle end, and an end or a back end, meaning we need to train ourselves to be resilient before that event happens. So seeing it, feeling it, hearing it. And then when it comes to you, you're a little more prepared to withstand it. And then also, like you were saying, the recovery piece, being resilient, we got to do the right. We have to do elite things on the back end so we can come back the next day and repeat and get prepared for that moment again. So resilience to me has three parts to it. Um, but the one that I think we we talk about a lot is can we withstand, can we come back in the moment? Can we handle
0: you know heavy pressure um
1: situations?
0: yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the sort of um the the image I get when I think of mental resilience is uh, sorry mental toughness is someone that's you know really just going hammer and nails just crazy and when I think about someone that's mentally resilient or displaying that, it's you know just comfortable in the you know, at one with their mind as such. And that spans across a lot of different sort of avenues. But just having that control over your mind um, and being at one with it is across, you know, performance and relaxation and and uh, stress management and productivity, just every aspect of how we use our mind and be able to control your your mindset in that. That's what really spans. Uh, well, that's that's really what mental resiliency is for me.
1: Awesome. Now, when you think about your athletic career, so you played a lot of rugby in your time. Also, now you're—I call you a corporate athlete. Now you're an entrepreneur. And when you think about your life, when you think about all the times when you've had to perform can you share like a moment where you had to be mentally tough, like that mental, that monumental moment where you had to dig in your heels and, and have mental strength and and mental fortitude and resiliency.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, so many to pick from, um, it's, uh, you know, there's just so many times when the mental aspect plays just a huge role, whether it's just that one trigger of, you know, a mantra to unlock a little bit more pace at the end of a, you know, a a game or, or whether it's, um, you know, pushing through pain and to, to get to the next tackle or whatever it might be. Um, but the the biggest one for me, um, when I was around 13, really, you know, starting to get into more of a performance mode around rugby. Um, I got diagnosed with type one diabetes and that was huge hit huge hit back. And I just remember those sort of first, that first training session and first game, like trying to, trying to, um, get in the right state to perform when, you know, your sugars are all over the place and just trying to, uh, manage those in the moment was just hugely taxing mentally and physically and being able to sort of overcome that. And, massive it was a massive process as well sort of learning all this and you know this is an example where resilience spans across decades rather than uh you know 30 minutes or whatever it might be so that's probably the biggest one that jumps to mind for me but but so many examples of just those moments where i've been able to you know just reset a little bit and 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 push push harder well
1: what- you know, you said this like you're talking this moment was when you're in your teenage years, correct? Yeah. yeah. So and we live in a in a day and age right now where mental health, mental skills, mental performance um, is is very focused on, which is a beautiful thing for both of us and for everyone else. Uh, but when you were growing up, because I know when I was playing American football and baseball and basketball and all the other sports, I didn't have anybody like me. I didn't have tools and resources like rewire. Um, so when you were going through your career, um, and rugby and even this moment when you were 13 years old, did you have somebody to help you? Did you have resources or did you have to get to that moment with yourself and deal, deal with yourself?
0: Yeah, I think at that moment it was really a battle with myself. Um, as I got a bit later on, started to get, you know, coaches around with, you know, maybe not, you know, really specific psychology training, but that sort of understanding of it and ability to sort of really um, start to help you develop some strategies around that. So as I got later on, there started to be some strategies, some ways to reset, some some ways to bring in some self-talk and and aspects of that. And um, yeah, but I'd say really at that moment, it was very much self-driven, uh, you know, looking at what's around and, um, also using that kind of, I think, uh, in many cases you can use challenges like that as some kind of fuel to the fire as well. Um, because if you're able to overcome that, you're, it builds that resiliency that really helps you out in, uh, in life as well. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, at that moment it was for sure, uh, an internal battle.
1: Exactly. Well, when you think about the your journey as a rugby player and now as an entrepreneur, um, look. We'll focus a little bit on the athletic side. If you were real quick, just to look back at your mindset, your whole career, and it might have changed as you've developed as an athlete. How would you describe your
0: mindset? Challenge yourself, (laughs) or challenge myself. Like in everything, it's like. I never think I can't do something if that makes sense. Oh yeah. (laughs) Of course, there's there's things I can't do right now, but I'm never of that mindset. You know, that's something I'll never be able to do. Like, if you, you know, can envision something, I always think you can. You can. We're very adaptable, and obviously, there are there are limits to this. You know, I'm not going to break the the two hour marathon barrier, (laughs) but (laughs) there are a lot of stuff that we can challenge ourselves to achieve so yeah um that's that's what jumped to mind and it's not something i've ever thought about but as soon as you said that that's that's what jumped to mind is just just challenging myself and in everything i do
1: well it sounds very or it is very intrinsic um and is it fair to say that you're are you you a big believer in manifestation so manifesting whatever Um, so when I was playing rugby or now that you're an entrepreneur, um, challenging yourself and trusting that you're, you're, you know, and I know there's limits, but still like when we're coming from possibility, there doesn't have to be a limits.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Um, again, comes back to this kind of perception of how we see things. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like a massive, like I, I would say I manifest to an extent, but I'm not like, uh, you know, it's, it's not sort of a cue. I really come back to all the time. Um, what I do have done is, and just find incredibly, you know, um, centering is, is sort of writing down and thinking through what I want to achieve, um, and setting some goals and, and building some goals around that. So yeah, that's, uh, I remember, you know, I, I, I have lots of notebooks and in the front of uh, quite a lot of them, I've got, you know, what I want to achieve. Uh, and then it's just a nice reminder when you open. So maybe, yeah, maybe in some senses that is manifesting it. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess I do.
1: <laughs> well, so like when you think about like, um, I agree that is a form of, I mean, I mean, manifestation is more than just, um Hearing ourselves say something or listening to ourselves saying something. I'm writing it down, um being in action as well. So it's uh there's a lot of different kind of forms. The way that I look at it. um I say, Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I would say one. You know, I I never. It's more like I want to be this or I want to get to this, rather than like I am. And I think I'm always on that journey of like, I want to get to here and I want to. to that point and i think you know i really focus on that journey and the process is a huge huge thing for me um so it's never like you know i am awesome it's never like that it's just it's like uh, what what do i want and then or what you know what do i want to achieve and 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 how am i going to get there and what is the process to that um i really try to focus on the process rather than the outcome so that's that's a huge thing for me. It's just focusing on that process. Um, and, and, and that's one of the beautiful lessons I learned from sport is focus on the process and it helps across everything, everything, just like being able to, you know, really dial into what you need to do and focus on that. Um, nothing's, you know, you, you get to what you want to achieve when you focus on how you're going to get there rather than just, the concept of being there. So that's really what I tried to do. And um, you know, tons of examples where I've had to go on that journey to get there. So like one of the skills I really struggled with in rugby was was line out throwing. And it's quite a technical thing, but it's, you know, you want to hit the target. So you're like, I want, you know, I'm going to hit the target. In reality, like you don't just hit the target, you go through that whole process of like you know, loading the ball up behind your head, just to explain it at a really high level yeah. and, you know, timing and, and listening to the calls or making the calls and then, and then actually executing it. And the process there isn't just hitting the target. It's, it's everything you've done to get to that. So I try to, to focus really, and I guess manifest the process rather than the, the outcome. So yeah, that's,
1: uh, yeah, so I love that because, and and I don't want to derail this because this is really important, especially what we do for athletes. Is the process to me is everything when it comes to your performance. Now there's other dynamics that come into play that are very important, but you can get really easily distracted and 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 out of focus when you're focusing on the outcome. So for me, when it comes to manifesting something, when you when you're when you have come committed to reps the process right and you're mirroring or connecting language so self-talk to me that's that's unstoppable uh and when you do that and you're you're trusting yourself that manifestation you'll get the outcomes you'll get the results you'll be successful and even if you're not getting the results if you're actually following the connected to the process listening to yourself talk being fully present in the moment to me that's winning That's 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 in control for me. So, but it, it is interesting when you say like, I am awesome. I am a champion. Like that sounds forced, right? It doesn't, doesn't seem like there, but if you say it enough times, thousand, 1500. Now I know like when you get reps, then you'll start, you're hearing it, but you have to rep the shit out of it. You have to beat it up now. <laughs> so it's when you were talking about putting your ball over your head and following certain, like the process What yeah. I think important is if, if we're doing that, there's, you know, a couple of different kinds of self-talk, there's that instructional self-talk, which you're talking about, put the ball over your head, follow it through through the target, or there's that motivational self-talk. Yeah. Like, I'm a champion. I'm awesome. I'm un- unbeatable. So, yeah. and I just, the reason why I bring it up is because I think language is energy. Mm. We can actually connect language with energy. We're going to be moving in the right direction versus going the wrong direction with negative energy.
0: Yeah, my my favorite self-talk, and, and obviously self-talk, you know, really adapts around the, what you're trying to do. But my my favorite for me is, uh, you know, when I'm on a long run or something like that, it's just calm and focused and that's something that just really helps center me and keep me relaxed and keep me um focused on what i'm trying to do um on that process and on that journey so uh yeah that's one of the the messages i really like and then you know as you get later in the session or you know it gets a bit bit tougher it's like keep going be strong is one of my favorites like um so yeah i really like to tie um, I guess tie them back to to the process and what I'm working on as well. Yeah,
1: that's um, mm. awesome. And, I, and I'll say this: is because I, I I'm a huge believer in language. Um, yeah. And the the mantra that I use, I've been using this for a long time. Usually, it's when I speak to, in front of teams or large groups of people. Yeah. I always these three things. I get to do this. They want to hear me, tap into your joy. I get to do this. They want to hear me, tap into your joy. And I'll tell you what, I say that 10, 15 times. I'm not thinking about screwing up or if they're gonna like me, if I'm gonna sound weird. Like I just, it's just something that really locks me in and it's my language. It's the language that allows me to do that.
0: Nice. Yeah, I really like that. Um yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, gives you that level of reassurance as well, and uh, helps you focus on what's most important and uh, yeah, exactly exactly so
1: let's let's get into it. Well, I want to get into your into your incredible company and your your app, but share with people your role, so you're you're the cPO, you're chief product officer for rewire. Uh, just share with people a little bit about your role and then how you became. The cpl
0: yeah for sure um i have an awesome role i really enjoy it um every aspect but um it's about you know i've got a massive passion for sports for sports science for human performance uh also for technology and what i get to do is take take the science and build products around that you know one really um a really interesting aspect when building sports tech or or any tech really that's coming from science is sort of bridging that gap between science what's in the research and, and user experience how how people are actually going to use it so bridging that gap is crucial to developing and actually uh, you know a good product that people are going to use and enjoy and, and most importantly get benefit from so being able to work across different angles work with the researchers work with scientists but then also keep in mind that sort of user-centric mindset and, um, build products around that. It's, uh, it's for sure been a, a journey. It's, um, those kind of product management skills, a lot of it comes from empathy and sort of, you know, relating to the customer. Um, so that's a huge part of what we do. Uh, we try and keep the customer in, in, in every bit of prioritization we do and, features we build and and ultimately make sure it's working well for them um so yeah that's uh a little bit about what we do and awesome. uh and the sort of journey there
1: so when you talk about customer and i know this because I've, I've i've been on the app and i know it could it can help all different kinds of performers out there um but there's a a target audience that you're looking for so what's what's the customer that you guys are targeting
0: yeah and you kind of um you know we're we're going after that that really committed athlete and that spans across a variety of different um sort of um realms for some that's uh the time crunched athlete this person that's balancing you know work and and training and just trying to perform on all fronts um for you know we've also built Uh, a product that's used by pro performers we've got a ton of pro athletes using it uh loving it getting a lot of benefit from it um so we're really going after that driven athlete and that doesn't necessarily you know matter about level they're at it's really focused on just the drive they have and and the will to improve um so yeah
1: and it spans from
0: triathlete to fencing to water polo any sport yeah yeah you know um a lot of our market at the moment is our user base at the moment uh comes from triathlon and cycling and running also got a lot of weightlifters and 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 uh team sport athletes on the system uh definitely majority sort of endurance sports at the moment um i think that's uh you know potentially comes back to the nature of the sport being an individual sport and uh that's been a key focus for now uh we're also just developing a coaches platform which we'll be releasing uh in q4 which really relates to yeah. uh, essentially gives coaches the tools to uh and data to to really allow their their athletes to sorry, allow them to help their athletes prepare their mind and body for performance. So that, that really does, um, you know, help us span more into those sort of team sport markets as well.
1: I love it. I love it. And this, I, this is a generalization, but um, when you think about why there's probably more people right now, individual sports or individual athletes that are using this, because I believe that mindset is even more important because it's just you. And you win by yourself and you lose. Now, I know there's a support team around these people, these athletes. But when you're in a team environment, it's um, you, there's energy that helps you when you're winning, like you celebrate it. When you're losing, there's nurturing. There's, there's support there. Sometimes when you're that runner or you're that wrestler or that boxer or that fencer, you don't really have a team per se around yeah. you. So having tools like this can help an athlete strengthen their, their, their mental fitness.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, there's so many different ways that that sort of is, is represented. I mean, you know, they, uh, and, uh, you know, teams world athletes likewise, are very driven, committed people, but not having something to, you know, you are the result, like the, you, you, where you come in a triathlon is like, that's you. It's not like, uh, it's not like the accumulation of, of the team effort and everything like that, but like, that's you. So it becomes very performance focused. Um, and that's the key, the sort of key metric, you know, <laughs> it's a KPI in that sense. But, um, and when, when you sort of break it down on a team level, there's like individual commitments and individual tasks that build into one team goal. So um, but you've got each other supporting you and helping you and uh sorry help helping each other and um, yeah, yeah so it's, it's definitely this uh different mindset but ultimately everyone sort of focus around this this sort of end goal about performing at their best. 100% 100%.
1: Now I want to get into the functionality and the things that you focus on as far as um as a company, but within your app. Um, but I, I want to. Before we get into that, this is a really broad question, and I don't even know if this is like a fair question. But I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw it at you, anyways. Um, since you are in the business of of impacting and transforming, and supporting um, elite athletes, what do you think in in this day day and age, as right now, what do you think athletes are missing?
0: I think one of the biggest things is, uh, is, oh, it's, uh, you know, there's so many things that spring to mind. (laughs) I might might need to do two here to just, uh, (laughs) I would say one of the biggest, um, is that focus on the mental side. And I know that's super broad, but keeping it broad allows me to to sort of span a couple angles here. So, you know, when we ask athletes and we do this all the time, what percent of performance would you attribute to the mind? Everyone says somewhere between fifty and ninety plus percent yeah. and that's the name of your podcast yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know it's it's such a big component of our performance is mindset, whether that's having the mindset to improve or whether that's having the mindset to perform in the moment like It spans so many different angles. um, And people understand its importance. But despite that, the sort of follow up to that is okay, it's so important. What are you doing? Just focus on it. Like, what percent of your time are you focusing on it? And it's like zero or close to zero for most people. And it's like this big bridge between the importance it plays and the importance that is placed on it in our training and in our recovery and in our performance. Um, and so having an appreciation of that and having the tools and we've tried to this is this is what we've really tried to build, having the tools to allow people to build that across training and recovery and monitoring and performance is really um, I think a key part of, of, of what we're trying to do to help athletes. So that's 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 one thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a big thing and, um, yeah, for sure. That's, that's one of the biggest, um, the other aspects I'd say is, is often just, and you know, there's, as you go up, there's, there's support tiers that help with this, but you know, for, for, for most athletes, like tying that context of, of where you're at and, um, how you're feeling and what your body's telling you through his physiology to actual solutions um that link i think is often missing so what i mean by that is you know you wake up today and say you're in a bad you know you're not feeling great but yet you've got commitments in your day-to-day life to do um you might have to perform you might have a race to uh train uh, to to compete in um you might have a training session with your team that you don't want to let down like these stuff are pretty this happens every day like we all have commitments pretty much every day to especially you know our our target audience we'll have commitments to do every day um and ultimately being when we know we're in a bad state and this is what a lot of the wearables tell you you know some days like all right you're in a bad state today great i've got a ton to do today or i've got you know i've got a race to compete in there's this there's this kind of um you're left in the dark so what we really try to do is provide that use that context of whether to provide actionable solutions and empower athletes and empower people to get into a better state to perform. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, that's the other aspect I'd say is that link between context and solution. Um,
1: awesome. You know what I like about that? You're right. Like, as much as we loved whatever we want, to, whatever the performance is, we have these milestones. We have these goals. We want to, we want to be successful, but there are days where you're like, I don't want to show up today. Like, or I don't feel good. And you don't have to feel good to perform well. And a lot of times, like what I'm hearing you is like, you, you have this solution that can help when they're not in the right state, or maybe they're not at a hundred percent. Cause a lot of times I see athletes, when they when they feel like they're not 100%, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, then maybe I'm not going to do well today. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't. like, And all these negativity, negative things can show up. So I always like getting athletes going, okay, if you don't feel 100%, that's okay. It's all right. Where are you at? Are you 45%? Okay, let's work in with the 45% that you do have. A lot of athletes will focus on the energy that they don't have and they forget about the energy they do have. Yeah. Like you're not at zero unless you're tapping out and say, I I can't even do anything today. Okay. There's probably something really wrong, but it sounds like that you have a a solution within within your within rewire that can help athletes when they're not in the right state, that they can do certain things to maybe increase that energy level or that motivation or inspirational level.
0: For sure. Yeah. We use a variety of strategies from psychology and neuroscience to really help, um, improve someone's state. Awesome. And because we have that context, we're able to get really significant improvements in, performance so you know across a couple minutes of a session some of our athletes are dropping stress on average by a, like seventy percent which is just crazy um and we have the same across like really impactful results across improvements in readiness improvements in uh focus improvements in feelings of relaxation so like really significant um results and that's because we we know We have the context of the state they're in. We we know their readiness. We know their mental state, their physical state, their emotional state, um, and are able to provide solutions targeted to that. So we use guided breathing protocols, a range of different ones. We're using binaural beats. We're using self-talk, which we already touched on, using visualization, using subliminal priming, um, and just combining them and fine-tuning them to the state they're in and what they want to achieve, be that performance be that productivity be that recovery or rest um we're yeah. we're aiming to help them get into a better state to achieve what they want and empower them to do that rather than just leave them in the dark um so yeah that's we think that link like monitoring is nothing without a solution and that sort of link between the two is just it's so powerful i agree like, I had, uh, you know, speaking to a professional football player, um, and he was saying, like, you know, one day he just woke up and didn't feel good, but he had a game that day, and, you know, he needs to perform in that. And he just sat in the locker room um, before the game, did one of our recommended sessions based on his state, uh, targeted to performance. And he was, you know, he went out and had one of his best games just by able, being able to sort of optimize that mental aspect and and also prime his body as well. We do a lot of strategies around sort of priming your physiology. So yeah, we we see some really awesome results by just focusing on that. Those the like the controllables that we can really work on there. And I I've, I hear that story all the time, which is just so awesome considering, like, um, you know our team is all athletes and, and it means a huge thing for us and obviously things we've gone for as well. So, um, yeah.
1: Well, when you think about, I know on, on your website, it shares a lot of um, incredible athletes that, um, are endorsing your product that use your product, but who are some of the athletes that you can talk about that are using rewire?
0: Yeah. So the awesome thing I've also been about some of our athletes is they've Use, been users of the product and loved it so much that they've wanted to become a part of the journey and invested as well. Um, so Kyle Corver was one of those. Um, NBA All-Star. We've also got um, uh, a few professional football players from Europe. Soccer for any American listeners, but for me. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, they're, they're like Kyle, they're, they're really enjoying it. We've got a few triathletes using a professional triathletes So Matt Hanson. Um, who's also a, uh, one of our advisors like Kyle is as well. And, uh, Ben Canute, Timothy O'Donnell. So a lot of, um, athletes across team sports, across individual sports, um, and all finding a lot of benefit from it, which is so awesome. Uh, so, yeah. That's
1: awesome. Now obviously you're you started off from a a holistic approach inside out working with the athlete now you're moving more towards teams as well like you're expanding um is it fair to ask like what's next like what's is there any other things as you know as a growing company i know you guys are starting out um and doing very well um what's next for you guys
0: yeah it's a awesome question you know we we think ultimately this this Uh, mental fitness affects anyone that compares, sorry, cares about performance, which is a lot of people, like pretty much the entire population. Um, So there's definitely like expansions beyond where we're at now in that capacity. The other, we've got some really cool stuff in the pipeline as well. One big thing for us is, is growing our, well, we just want to provide solutions for all athletes. So the more tools we can provide around, helping them improve their performance the better. So a lot more tools coming out um, in that sense. And we're also trying to, you know, make it something that works within what they're doing already. So integration is a huge part of what we're doing. Uh, We're just releasing one with Garmin Connects the next month. And that's going to, that's a huge thing for a lot of our user base. So very excited about that. And we'll be continuing to expand uh beyond our current integrations we've got quite a few now already um so yeah very exciting there and then one really cool thing we've got in the pipeline as well which are i give a little teaser of um obviously we, some parts of our roadmap we like to keep close um but one part we've got coming out which is really awesome is is our neuro buttons and that essentially allows someone to train their mind whilst they're training their body so we use a response inhibition task um, called a, a Stroop task, um, and essentially it trains a part of your mind, uh, your brain responsible for mental fatigue. Um, and what we did is build some buttons that allow you to to interact with that response inhibition task whilst you're training. So we built um, a system that combines with um, an indoor bike, a power meter, or a heart rate monitor if you're if you're running, um, and allows us allows you to. Be interacting with the game whilst you're at certain intervals that you can build, wow. and the beauty is we can compare your physical and cognitive metrics uh, that you've 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 um, outputted during that session, and create some really nice analysis of sort of your mental mental resilience essentially. So you know we built a metric called perception gap, which is really based around um, the difference between how hard you perceive uh, it was your RPE, and how hard or how um how intense the actual output was. And by doing that, we're able to get essentially a gap between how hard it felt and how hard it was. So that's a really cool measure of, of sort of resiliency in the sense that we're able to to compare that, and ultimately you want to get to the point where you're outputting more than it feels. Um so right. some really cool stuff there.
1: So and is that when that functionality comes to market, will that be in a part of the app as well or will that be a different
0: service? So, so it builds into the app, but it's essentially some a hardware add-on that someone could buy and um it allows them to to basically unlock that functionality within the app. Um, we've also already got that neurotraining game um, or task. In the app already, just um, as a software only version, which is awesome. Uh, so I really recommend you trying that out. We've got pre-workout sessions before for before like a low intensity workout. Uh, we've got post-workout sessions for after you've done a really high intensity or skill session where you want that mental focus. Um, and then we've got some standalone sessions for maybe you want to put in on a rest day or something like that. So really encourage checking that out helps you build mental resilience, helps you build tolerance and mental fatigue and, um, is incredibly impactful. And, um, it's, uh, you know, something that's been researched and we've had our system validated cross validated against that research. So, um, very exciting results there.
1: Awesome. Well, one more question before we sign off, because I I'm, I'm really big in reflection. I think that's where that's where we kind of gain our wisdom, um, whether for an athlete or an entrepreneur. Um, so I always ask this question with all my guests, when you think about your whole career as an athlete, also now an entrepreneur, what do you think you've learned the most about yourself?
0: Yeah. I kind of come back to, 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 to what I described as my mindset of, of challenging myself. Um, it's not that it's, it's how, how far we can actually reach say, Um, and I think most people will be surprised. Um, and once you start to, you know, really challenge yourself, it's, it's exciting. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's probably it. Like how far you can, you can reach through, through hard work and through challenging yourself and through, yeah. Um, yeah, really resiliency as well. And just working. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the main thing I'd say.
1: You know what I love about it, too? The more that you, t- you talk about challenging yourself, um, it's competing. Man, it's like w- to compete is fun. And we we don't know the outcome. We never do when we get into competition. That's where a lot of the reps and trusting the process and the training and all that. But I love to compete, man. Regardless, yes. like if you just love competition and competing, I don't care if it's with yourself or other people. I don't know. It's just a, It's a great place to be.
0: Yeah, For sure. I mean, I love like just in any capacity working with, with athletes or people that have done a lot of sport because they love that competition. They love winning. They love, they ha- they're of that sort of process mindset. They are, you know, just resilient people that love a challenge. Um, and that's awesome. So yeah, I, uh, I really love that about, about athletes and people that have done sport. Yeah. Awesome.
1: How do people find out more about rewire and how do they, if they want to connect with you, how do they connect with you?
0: Sure. Yeah. So, um, find out more about rewire. You can go to our website rewirefitness.app. Um, you can also download our athlete platform from the app store, just search rewire Rewire fitness. Um, and you can check us out on, on social media. Instagram is at Rewire Fitness. I am uh, yeah, you can you can find me on, on Twitter. I don't post much at all, so it's not very exciting, but private in that capacity. Um, but that's at Ed Givens if you wanna if you wanna check me out there. And uh feel free to send me a message as well. I'm more than happy to 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 chat. Um you can also join our Discord and and chat to me there. Um I love those sort of private or group conversations i'm not overly public but um yeah
1: awesome and thank you for sharing uh, your journey your mindset and your awesome company um i encourage everyone to check out rewire they're doing things a little bit different um a lot of apps out there a lot of great intentions out there in this space but i think you guys are are, are hitting it right and um so i encourage everyone to check out rewire and ed thanks for being on my show again
0: appreciate it Thanks so much for having me, Grant. I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, really appreciate you having me on and and letting me share what we're doing.